Hello and welcome to How to Buy a Kitchen or Bathroom, the podcast brought to you by these3rooms.com. I'm your host, Lindsay Blair, and I'm the editor of Kitchens, Bedrooms and Bathrooms magazine and These Three Rooms. And I'm here with you chatting about the ins and outs of getting that perfect kitchen or bathroom, the space that you've always wanted. Now, this is episode number one. How exciting. And today I am going to be chatting to an esteemed expert about everything to do with utility rooms, how to create one, where to find the space and why they're so good and lots of clever little tips. And really, whether your space is big or small, there is going to be something in there for you. And if you're obsessed with storage or you just want somewhere to dump stuff, shut away the mess, then really keep listening and I hope you enjoy. If you are a regular podcast listener, you know how this works by now. But I'm going to tell you anyway, please go on to your podcast provider, rate and review this episode. It really means the world to me and it means that other people who are interested in this subject matter will be able to easily find the podcast. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Today we're delving into the ultimate kitchen storage solution and place to hide the mess, let's be honest, the utility room and whether you really need one or whether you could actually do without. So in the last few years spaces like a utility room have skyrocketed in the kitchen trends and really I can see why. Who doesn't want a place to dump those dishes when you've got people over, hide all the cleaning paraphernalia that we've got and just all of the stuff that we seem to accumulate in our kitchens. You can just shut the door and hide it away. But what I'm asking today is, do you actually need a utility room? So to help answer this, I am joined by Hayley Robson, creative director of Daytrue, who I'm sure has some nifty design ideas because she's responsible for the extremely cool and clever kitchens and bathrooms that come out of Daytrue Studios. So hello, Hayley. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. Excited to talk utility rooms. (laughs) Good, good. I mean, storage is always a popular option when it comes to people asking us questions on um, these three rooms and KBB magazine. So this is the ultimate. So are you ready to talk utility rooms? I am. And I'm, I'm glad they're sort of getting the recognition and they are becoming more popular, especially as someone who regularly shrinks jumpers and whites grey. <laughs> I think everyone needs one in their life. <laughs> so, OK, let's do it. So my first question is... Why do you think utility room is so popular? Lots of people are now including them in their kitchen designs, right? Yeah, no, definitely. And I, th- and I think you have to think about, you know, how we're sort of changing, how we live. And there's a lot more open plan living, you know, especially with kitchens and living and dining spaces. So the sort of functionality of laundry or washing really is the one element that you do want to shut away my washing machine is in my kitchen and it sounds like it's going to the moon every time it gets in its spin cycle. So, you know, they are noisy, essentially. But I think it's a really functional thing. And I think it's something that I I don't know if it's an age thing, but I'm certainly dreaming of the day that I can have a dedicated utility room. And weirdly, I really enjoy designing them. (laughs) Yeah, I remember I've heard from a few renovators who I've interviewed over the years, and they've kind of said, 
I was ne- I have never been so excited to sort of get my washing machine delivered because it's going in my utility room, <laughs> which is is quite funny, isn't it? Really, uh, but I mean, we should probably explain that your utility room is just that. You know, it's sort of that auxiliary space that is tagged onto a kitchen um, and has washing machine, tumble dryer, storage. You know, that extra space for those practical items that maybe don't quite look so nice. No, exactly, and and I think they are sort of evolving in a sense. You know boot room come utility room you know and there's a lot there's lots of other functions that I think they can provide for homes that are things that you don't want in your lovely open plan pretty space that are much more practical I love the idea of being able to shut the door and walk away from the mess and save it for another another time later on in the day but I mean the question is how do you work out you're doing your kitchen you know you've got all these grand plans you've seen this totally insta-worthy utilities storage cupboards on social media but how do you work out if you really need one I think you really have to think about how you live and what what functions you need it to provide really and because I'm I'm and there's a big debate I'm a big fan of laundry rooms or utilities on on a first floor as well as on a ground floor but but I think it depends you know do you have access to a garden are you likely to you know take hang washing outside do you have pets where where do you hang your washing you know because obviously the function of washing the clothes is one how do you dry them um, do you hang them out and no, no one wants to see clothes horses lying around or clothes on radiators so I think you know they actually provide other functionality and it, so I really think what what do you need it to do do you have pets have you got a garden if not then I think there's options so the the key things that are going in there then is a washing machine a tumble dryer if you have one or a washer dryer together and a sink do you put a sink in there yeah I think so I think I think it's always good to you know hand washing or you know like I say watering you, you might fill up your watering can from there or a range of flowers you know in a lovely way or or wash your pets in a laundry room in a utility room so it really comes down to thinking about you and how you live day to day and what sort of cleaning duties you might have. Exactly, exactly. Because some of it is going to be purely lawn. And, it, and I think space probably dictates that as well. But like I say, I think I think if you've got access to an outside, then it does make sense that it's on the ground floor and that you can get access to outside, you know, if you're bringing in muddy boots or wellies and things. But if you don't, you know, maybe you've got a flat or an apartment, you know, then I do think there is merit for having it on a different level. Because essentially you're sort of taking clothes downstairs to take them back upstairs to put them away. Uh, so so the, I, I think you really need to think about what, what are the functions you need it to provide for you um, and who is using it? You know, who's in your family? How can it help you, essentially? So space is obviously a key consideration to working out whether you can have one. If you've figured out you need one, then you need to figure out where you're going to put it. So if I'm doing my kitchen and I've, I've got a new space to play with, do I think about it? at the same time as I'm thinking about how my kitchen layout and my cabinets are going to work? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Because it depends on the space you have, but a washing machine takes up a cabinet in a kitchen. I think if space does allow, I do think you can, even in a small space, you can create a really functional space, which essentially is what a utility room is, really practical and functional. And, and that could be as simple as, you know, a dedicated tool unit in a kitchen space or you know a hallway cupboard that opens up to provide your sort of laundry function to a dedicated room 
I think there's always a debate over freestanding versus integrated. And for small spaces, I think the integrated machines are great, but I don't think they often offer as much functionality or performance as a freestanding model. So I'd always try and go for housing it. You know, if you can get a freestanding, you know, yes, you want to hide it away, but that's that's the ultimate game, I would suggest. Why would a freestanding washer dryer be more practical in a utility in your experience? Well, I think, you don't, you know, things in cupboards, you don't want to be opening doors to open doors, essentially. You, you know, and I think in a utility, you can you can have a lot more open storage because, like you said, you know, hopefully you've got a door that you're closing it away. It's not necessarily a room that all your guests are going to come into and see. God, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It can be a bit more practical. You know, it might be somewhere you actually store your clothes as well. You know, I love the idea of, I kind of see it a bit like a filing cabinet for your for your clothes. You know, you could have your whites, darks, coloured, you know, all, and, and then it's almost like a rotation of, of your laundry. But yeah, I think freestanding is just, it's just easier, isn't it? Any, any barriers to get into stuff, um, you just want to make it as simple as possible. And it should, it should be really practical to make your life easy. Yeah, I've seen um, quite um, a few utilities where they have the the washer and then the tumble dryer on top of each other. So one on top of the other with maybe a shelf in between to sort of pull out and put your basket, which seems really practical. Yeah, and great and great for space as well. And I think that's always the debate, you know, do you stack them, don't you stack them? And, and again, it you know, it's going to be down to the space you have. I think there is a, an advantage to elevate the machines if possible, because essentially if you can have them more, it's a bit like the question with ovens and, you know, ovens at eye level make sense because it's sort of easier to access. It's the same principle with washing machines and tumble dryers. You know, if they're slightly raised, you can access and fill them and unload them a lot easier. Um, and like you say, yeah, there are, you know, most manufacturers do a, a pull out shelf that you can like as an accessory that you can stack between them when they're on top of each other, which is also really practical. Yeah, I love the idea of sort of raising them up off the floor a bit, which obviously you need to think about when you're designing, working with your kitchen designer. But that just seems to make so much sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think, and to have drawers underneath, you know, if you imagine you're unloading washing, you've got space to put your baskets and things. It just, it just makes sense. And that's even if you are putting them in a cupboard, even the height of the plinth, you know, raising it up in a cupboard, it just makes it easier to access. So I think ergonomically, they don't have to sit on the floor. I think any way you can elevate is just going to make it easier. So storage, obviously, is one of the main the main benefits of utility, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, a lot of people sometimes use them as overspills as well to the main kitchen. You know, you might have uh, an additional fridge or freezer overspill storage in there. But it tends to be where we keep most of our cleaning stuff as well. You know, your hoovers and your um, brushes and mop buckets and things. If you can keep that out of the main kitchen, then great. So your tall cupboards for things like your your hoover, if you've got a, an upright, your ironing board, your brooms and your mops. Do you need to go as far as measuring these things to make sure you've got the cupboard to suit? Yeah, well, we, funnily enough, and this is what I said when I said I really enjoy designing utility rooms. It's quite sad, really. But I always draw them out and draw the shelves and ask people, what have they got? You know, and, and, and you sort of tailor the space to suit what you need to store, because I see it as being really, really functional and organised, a bit like a shed where you draw around everything, you know, or you, so you know there's a slot for everything, um, because it just makes it really simple and organised and easy to use. And you can get lots of clever things as well, like pull down ironing boards and, 
you know, you know, when you've got loads of cleaning stuff, the last thing you want is it all stacked in the bottom of a cupboard where you can't see it and you can sort of hang rails where you can hook all your sprays on and stuff. So I think you can make it really, really practical so it's easy. I love the idea of having the the baskets separated, whether you have sort of loose baskets, which I guess you would have to measure to make sure they fit, or you could have built-in ones that you could pull out from base units. I love the idea of splitting the, the whites and the darks. I mean, in my house, certainly, that would be a treat because then it wouldn't. I wouldn't end up with a wash load in where there's a mix of stuff in there. <laughs> exactly, like my house. <laughs> but no, it does make sense. So I think if you see it as a storage, it's like like it is a filing cabinet for your laundry. Because where else do you keep it? Is it mixed in all the bedrooms? Is it in a bathroom? Is you know, and you're gonna go around and collect all this stuff. And it's like whereas you could just store it all in that space because it's closed away from everything else, and it just makes makes it. I'm not gonna say a pleasure to use because who wants laundry? But it certainly takes the um, some of the pain away. I would suggest. Well, I would say the people uh, who have utility rooms, they seem to love their utility rooms. So I think once you've got one, I don't think you can go back. I agree. I agree. Right. So I want to think about, you know, the types of kitchens that people might have and the types of spaces they might have to play with. I think you touched on it slightly, but imagine I've got a fairly big kitchen, you know, I'm having it renovated. So I might be having a kitchen extension. How can I get the utility in in that scenario? So generally what we try and do is think about where you're going to access it. You don't generally need, unless unless it is performing some other function as an overspill from the kitchen, I would say, you know, you're almost taking a slice off the end, you know, maybe access from the hall. They don't need to be very wide. They can be very narrow. And I would almost say use the length of a room and maximise the storage from floor to ceiling like you said with tall units so you so you're using every inch and and you know a, a lot of the things are taller like like you say ironing boards and hoovers and vacuums and things and stacking really helps you often find that people are storing boilers or water tanks and stuff in there as well which always helps with humidity so i think as much of the practical functional things that you don't need to have in your kitchen put in your utility room so but it, but like i say it doesn't need a lot of space it just needs height and and good planning and how narrow is narrow? Well, so if you think a worktop depth is probably, you know, 600 and then you need a bit of walkway space. So another 800, you know, you can you can sort of design it down to the minimum space you need. And, and then it depends how much length you've got. But I think if you think about using the height as much as possible, you can stack stuff to make it really organised. And of course, think about the when you open the washer doors, how much space that's going to take up and whether you're going to be able to stand behind it or squeeze be, squeeze through. Exactly, exactly. And there are lots of clever things that I think, you know, and I, and I think there are continually lots of clever things that help make, make utilising a very narrow space or height um, a lot easier. I think your point about the boiler, it's an essential in most homes. And if you're redoing your kitchen, you want to sort of free up any space that might have previously had the boiler in. So utility room is a great way to move the boiler. Yeah, definitely. And you tend to find, you know, there might be in a tall unit and there's generally lots of space below a boiler, you know, that is not necessarily used, which is great storage then for things like hoovers, mops, etc. So it's like maximising every inch of that cupboard to make sure it's performing the best it can. 
Well, another thing we do a lot is, um, I guess, a bit like, you know, the modern day pantry, but for a utility room is you put is put sockets in cupboards. So if you have got, you know, portable cordless vacuums and things, you're, they're charging in cupboards rather than on the wall, just being efficient. That's a really good tip, actually, to really think about what you're going to plug in. I mean, you could have like charging stations in there for, for other gadgets as well. So they're kept out of the way, right? Exactly. So on the other end of the scale, that's sort of a, a larger kitchen. What about if I've got a small kitchen? I don't really have space for an extra room. Is there a way that I can get the feel of a utility, you know, the benefits of the storage, but have it in my kitchen? Yeah, definitely. And I think I think there's lots of simple ways to do that. If we're designing a kitchen, it might have a corner set up. Rather than using a pull-out corner or something, we actually store the washing machine in the corner void, but access it from the reverse. So you're not in the kitchen if someone's in there cooking, but you're sort of the other side of the peninsula, accessing the, machi- the washing machine from like the back of the peninsula end, essentially. Um, which Because I think anything you can do to keep it out of the way of where you're cooking or washing up is better because the last thing you know my kitchen's so well so badly designed that you know my husband's trying to cook us dinner and I'm trying to put laundry in and we're sort of almost on top of each other and it's <laughs> so ridiculous but it's simple things like that you know try and separate them in terms of distance so you can do both those functions without getting in each other's way I guess in that instance would an integrated model with a door over it be a better solution yeah yeah definitely and I think that's that's your ultimate solution if space is an issue I think I mean you can still conceal um integrate um freestanding appliances um, and I think it depends on you know it really depends on how important laundry and the performance of the machine is washer dryers a lot of people would say that the drying function isn't as good so so you know I think do research onto the functions that it has and and compare to make that decision because a lot of people are you know investing more in clothes rather than fast fashion and we want to look after them so understand the the functions that a washing machine can do and see if that suits what you need it to essentially and then make the decision because there's always a way from a design point of view that we can make it work so, I mean, in a in a small kitchen, you could have the same principles as you mentioned using the height. Just include a tall cupboard in there that is designated as to keep the mops and the brooms and whatnot and the detergent bottles. Exactly. And, and again, like we said, design it. You know, you might put a narrow slot in, which is where the ironing board goes. But I think, you know, if you can conceal it and use that, make every space within that and have hooks and you know, different sorts of storage to store all of those cleaning elements. It actually is really practical. And the tool element just means you've just got more storage to play with. Yeah, and we can never, ever have enough storage. <laughs> no, no. Ever. <laughs> I mean, our art editor on the magazine, Hannah, she created a utility room um, in her house. She'd been renovating and she built an extra, like a lean-to extension on her house to just to have the utility in, which, you know, is an option if you can't, if you really, really want one, you can't get it into a, an extension as part of a kitchen extension, say, you could actually create a smaller extension that just be for the utility definitely we've also seen you know sometimes people have a garage space which you know who parks in a garage these days so actually they've you know we've we've sometimes taken space of the garage to create a utility room because the the function that that provides is far more than just filling up with bikes and stuff that you are not using every single day but that's that's another good option but you're right you can and you can be quite like we said you can be quite compact with this and I think anything to get it out of the kitchen is is a good thing and you, you can be clever you don't need lots of space 
but it can increase its functionality. Things often or always come down to budget and what you can do within the money that you have to spend. But you can be really clever in a utility room, can't you? So if you are renovating your kitchen, you could reuse some of the elements from your old kitchen if the carcasses, etc., are decent and move them in the, into the utility. Yeah, definitely. We're doing a project now and it happens a lot. You know, someone might be taking out their existing kitchen and the, the furniture is perfectly good. It's just not what they want right now. So it, reusing is a great way and a utility room is perfect for that, especially for sinks and taps and things that... You know, you might just be doing hand washing or cleaning football boots in them. So it, it doesn't really matter if it's going to get scuffed and marked because it's it's a much more practical use. But yeah, I, and I think you can, most people when they're doing, you know, if they've ripped out and they're doing a new kitchen and a utility, the utility is generally, you know, specified to a more simpler uh, level of materials than the main kitchen you might link it in terms of color palette and use the same handles but if but you might you know simplify the materials that you're using because they don't need to be as expensive I would suggest as in a main kitchen that everyone's seeing all the time you can you can be a bit more clever with them and which will hopefully help balance the books yeah definitely it's always it's also somewhere I think you can have a real bit of fun because you're not in it all day every day and perhaps your guests aren't necessarily going to see it I think I think it's an opportunity to have a bit of fun with some funky tiles or cool colors just to make it a bit more inspiring <laughs> I mean when you say that the one that re- immediately springs to mind is um Stacey Solomon did her bright pink one didn't she <laughs> yeah did you see that yeah. <laughs> yeah and I think people are really having fun with utilities I think if you make them work really hard for you and they're really practical you know, have a bit of fun so it you know makes the art of laundry a bit less dull. <laughs> well, I mean, we could all have that really, can't we? Is there anything that you've seen in a utility room that you thought was really, really clever? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I, th- I mean you mentioned the pull-out shelf between the appliances, which is a really good and easy thing to incorporate. There's some really cool drying racks. There's a towel, there's a heated towel rail we often use in a in a laundry room, which is like a towel rail, but there's shelves that fold down from it, and obviously it's heated and plumbed in, so you can hang your clothes on it or stack your clothes on it, um, and that's really good if you if you're you know, don't want to put them in a tumble dryer or you haven't got space to hang them out. I also think you know the old fashioned sort of pulley. Uh, laundry racks are really good so you're using the height and the ceiling to store clothes and dry clothes so you're using every inch including the ceiling from a practical point of view and we always generally say things like you know put underfloor heating in a utility room because the warmth of the room obviously if you've got clothes in there and they're drying uh, the more things you can do to help you know reduce moisture in there is really good. Well, you, funnily enough, because you mentioned um, before about humidity and kitchen and bathroom design, which is what this podcast is all about. Sometimes you've got to get into the more boring elements and I think humidity might be one of them. But it's really important to consider you don't want to have mouldy walls and, you know, just have a really steamy environment, do you? So what do you need to think about to make sure it's, you know, you're not going to get condensation? Exactly. So it is, you know, make sure there's sufficient heat. And I think by having a good, you know, a good level of radiator uh, that gives out good performance in there, underfloor heating really helps because I think you can put that on in the summer where so you keep in that room, you know, at a temperature without it feeling overwhelmingly hot when you go in there. But also ventilation is really, really important. I think if you can have a window and natural air, it's great. But if not much like a bathroom, you know, the ventilation of that room to reduce any moisture is really important. Great. So, I mean, we've talked 
about utility rooms and how great they are and you've offered some really great tips for you know how to get a utility in a large space and a small space and the things to think about but every episode I end with the same question so I'm going to pose to you the what is your golden rule for kitchen design and what's the biggest mistake to avoid so my my golden rule is what I say to is is the spatial planning is the most important thing you know the layout of the space is and some people you know, get hung up on how things look. And it's like, do you know what? It's really easy to make a kitchen or a space look great if it's well designed. And that is, you know where everything is, you know it's in the right position, it's going to function, you're not going to get in each other's way. And equally, you know where everything's going to be. So I often print out a plan or an elevation and say to a customer, go home and write in where everything you want to store in this cupboard is going to live. Because once you do that, you know, we know where everything's going to go. We know everything's been covered um, and we know it's going to perform in, in a sequence of cooking throughout the day, you you know, it's going to be a pleasure to use. And then it's really, really easy for us to make it look good with materials and colours and lighting and finishes. You know, that's that's the easy bit. A, a well-designed kitchen can always look good if it's if the layout and the functionality is right. And what about the biggest mistake? What should people avoid? Uh, <laughs> biggest mistake. You need to be able to not getting in each other's ways. You know, drawers are much more efficient than cupboards. You know, people tend to fill the walls with cupboards. And it's like, don't overload your space. Make the storage and the and the, the things you put in there really practical and really functional. It's sort of quality over quantity. I'd rather have, you know, a great pantry unit that's going to house all that stuff than a whole bank of wall units that I can only really access the top couple of shelves, you know, so or the, or the bottom couple of shelves. So it's all about quality not quantity and really thinking about every single inch and not just overfilling well thank you very very much for coming onto the podcast it's been great to chat to you and sharing your design advice on utility rooms it's been a real pleasure so to end where can people find you online uh, we're at daytrue.com and we've got three showrooms in london and we're just about to actually just about to launch a new, I haven't told you this, but a new website called Collected by Day True, which is for a lot of the smaller stuff for kitchen, bathroom, home. Um, so hopefully we'll have some really exciting laundry <laughs> solutions on there. Well, after today's chat, I'm sure people will be flooding to that and I shall be checking it out as soon as it's live. So again, thank you so much. It's been lovely to chat to you today and I will speak to you soon. Lovely. Thank you. <laughs> I just want to say a big thank you to Hayley at Day True for joining me on today's episode number one of How to Buy a Kitchen or Bathroom, the podcast. Hayley had some absolutely great tips there, I'm sure you can agree, from making most of um, ceiling height to really getting that storage right for everything that you own, down to measuring the hoover or the vacuum cleaner. And also I love the idea of having different baskets for whites and darks, whether that's built into the units as pullouts or just having handy baskets on a, a shelf in the utility room. Or if you don't have space, maybe you could adopt that idea and have it in your bedroom uh, instead to keep things nice and organized for when it is laundry day. I'm sure I'm not alone in saying that laundry day is not necessarily the most fun day, but you know, we all have to do it. As always from me, if you do have any questions and want to get in touch, you can email me on hello at these three rooms.com. Don't forget to go onto your app, rate, review and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Next week, I am going to be tackling the very hot 
topic of hobs and whether you should choose a gas or an induction hob for your kitchen. For now, thank you for listening and join me next time for more of How to Buy a Kitchen or Bathroom, the podcast. See you soon.